and after a long time, we are finally back. Welcome to an episode of HTHT, where the set is cheap but the talk is deep. I'm your host, John, and today we are joined by a very special mystery person who is none other than... Ta-da! Tan! We actually uh, kind of did an episode uh, before this, but then uh, now we have her revisit because she's now more zen and more woke. Uh, okay? <laughs> More woke. More woke. Yeah, okay. Zinia Tan, okay, this face, uh, no one needs to introduce because honestly, this is a familiar face. You have seen her on all sorts of uh, all, all, all sorts of uh, social media sites. Yeah, a regular, the East slash Wars face of TSL. We'll get back to that later. And uh, Zinia Host, Zinia X, Zinia Talents. Zinia is a well-liked personality on TSL and even has her own segment. Mm-hmm. Called Hired or Fired. Hired or Fired. Mm-hmm. Okay. And recently, right? Okay. She's super popular. She recently hit 100k followers on Instagram. Well done. You are the definition of the model millennial. Huh? Got such thing? Yeah, la, 100k so, uh, onwards. La. It's oh, gold thanks. membership. So we are, <laughs> we are still bronze. Nice. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Xenia. Do you like to HTHT? I love HTHT. Mm. It's just like now I'm suddenly a bit nervous. Mm. Because I'm not very comfortable sharing something too personal. Unless we have alcohol. Wait, what? Unless we have alcohol, what <laughs> oh do we have God. here? What? So By chance. Yeah, yeah, it was not on purpose at all. Okay, this one's for you. Nice. Today we are having a uh, Cronenberg Blanc. You uh, must ASMR the opening. Cronenberg get in on this. Sounds a little gassy. I'm a little bit worried. So I should open slowly. That's the bottle. That's the bottle cap opening. <laughs> I've always wanted to do something like that. And this is my turn. This one's a little bit scary, so I should open slower. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So okay. <laughs> cheers, cheers. cheers. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Okay, HTHD like. First things first, starting with the good stuff, man. Okay. So today, right, Zinia, okay, just to give you an idea, since you forget uh, since the last time you were here, and because okay. we never published, so the audience also forget. Uh, <laughs> we will be asking a few uh questions. Yes. Getting to know you through various segments as we get tipsier and tipsier lah. Nice lah. Okay, perfect. First things first. Mm. How about you tell everyone, right? Mm. Right. Where have you been, man? These past few uh, minutes. Minutes. <laughs> Why don't you? Where have you been? Yeah. Okay. So I just came back from Singapore. Eh, I just. <laughs> Deep sea. Thank okay. you for watching this episode. <laughs> Alcohol is working. No, sorry. <laughs> I just came back from New York, mm. and I was uh back for a week. Mm. Um. So I went to New York to study acting and it's something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. Mm. And I finally saved enough money to go there for close to half a year. Nice. Scary, right? Mm, mm, mm. I feel like I always think that it's shorter than it actually is. Um, Yeah, so I went for two acting courses and a bunch of random stuff Yeah, that I wanted to learn. Like Like comedy. all, all, All acting stuff. Yeah, like comedy improv, mm. vocal lessons, accent reduction. Accent reduction? Yeah. So we will sound less singlish. Yes. So okay. we will sound like those 
Singapore social people? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> hmm. Okay, it's tough because I feel like accent is a very sensitive topic. You know, mm. like, normally when your friend come back from some country, then you'll be like, hey, how come you got accent? Ah? Mm. Um, but I guess when you're really putting yourself out there beyond Singapore, you have to just accept the fact that you can't go by Singlish. They cannot understand. Yeah, number oh. one, they cannot understand. Number two, especially for acting, unless it's a very specific character from Singapore, like mm. Crazy Rich Asian, yeah. then maybe you can play that accent. Mm. If not, you have to reduce your native accent to the point where like you are ambiguous. They don't know yeah. where you are from, you know? And it's easy to understand. So how about you give us some examples of how we can surrender our native accent. If let's say tomorrow, right? Tomorrow yeah. I suddenly need to start in, in The Speechmaker. Wow. Blockbuster Hollywood movie. Okay, so um, it's not even about picking up an accent. Mm. It's really just pronunciating properly. Pronunciating is the correct way to pronunciate. Pronunciate properly, enunciate properly. Okay. And, um, pronunciate, are you for, are you for pronunciate, real? Pronunciate, pronunciate. Hey, no, you make me very conscious. Mm. <laughs> Wait, so how? Pronunciate. Pronunciate, correct, right? Pronunciate. No, it's the kind of thing that you keep like spelling or you keep hearing, right? Then you think you're wrong. Pronunciate. Hey, pronunciate. The producer very pronunciate. supportive. Okay, Sorry, so <laughs> basically the one common mistake that um Singaporeans make, mm. which is me, I'm guilty of it. Because my teacher hey, always also like, Singaporean, like, Yeah, me. as in like, my teacher always ah. point out and yeah. that is we stress every syllable. Yeah. So you're not supposed to Clementi. Ah, Ishun. Oh my god. Pukipato. Huh? There's no. You're supposed to stress um the correct syllable, which I don't know. I'm still learning. Singapore. Ah, maybe it's so like Singapore. Singapore. Like maybe you stress girl, I think. Girl. Or like opportunity. Like you're supposed to stress poor. Opportunity. Ah, like I always yeah. say opportunity. So yeah, I stress everything well. Yeah. So it was like marketplace. <laughs> Wet market, fish. Wow, lao. Eh, really, eh? <laughs> really, everything, right? What the fish? Yeah. So, so it was like learning English all over again, like a kid, where like your, my teacher will give us a mirror and she make you see like where your tongue hits when you pronounce like T or like um, words like little, where there's T, T, or like T-H, the. You have to pronounce T-H. Because... Normally, okay, I'm a damn lazy we are person. D-E-R. I like the uh, yeah, duh. just sweep it T H T all same yeah. So that was cool. Mm. I don't know about Singapore social, mm. but I'm pretty sure like some of them have to change their accent not because they want to, yeah, just so people can understand them because Netflix is beyond Singapore, ma. Mm. Yeah. So before you start hating on, you know why you change accent? Maybe try to understand. All right. Mm. Here we all can correct. Correct. Then if we say correct, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean New York. Yeah. So, okay. You mentioned that in New York, you took up one major class, is it? And the rest was all like ad hoc stuff, is it? Okay, so my first course uh, was acting for film right. in NIFA. And then... NIFA is more. New NIFA York Film Academy. NIFA is... NIFA is... NIFA is... NIFA NY. NIFA. New My York far. Film Academy. Okay. And it was for two and a half months. Mm. Um, then we learned a bit of everything. So it includes audition technique, which right. was very important for me because I went for a few auditions in Singapore 
And before New York, I mm. am someone who is super nervous and I don't believe in myself. And whatever my teacher taught me in New York, right, just proved to me why, mm. like, nobody accepted me or nobody called me back. Yeah, that's because I always go in thinking that, like, hi, I'm more of a host than an yeah. actor. And then I go in telling them that, I'm like, hi, I'm Xenia. Actually, I'm more of a host than an actor. What a child. Yeah, and then they, <laughs> they gave me two um, characters to try. Yeah. I always say, now nah, I just try one. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. What a child. I was... And and my teacher was, like, scolding me. It was like, if you don't even believe in, in yourself, then how do you expect people to believe in you? And I was like, that's so true. Yes, yeah. I can hear the slow music, the violin playing mm. in the background. <laughs> if you don't believe in yourself, who will believe in you? Truly. Then you'll be in the rain. Yeah. Then okay. Like defeated and stuff. Okay, so your classes in NIFA, right? Okay, how mm. was the, like, you know, what, what kind of curriculum besides like relearning these kind of things mm, so maybe give us a quick breakdown you know okay so there's like audition technique mm. there is um film technique so Which like for like, for an actor you need to know like your expression for close-up is different from a white shot something i we don't know right we work in dsl all the time then he also act all the time yeah so it has to be more subtle when it's close-up and i i never knew that yeah. So, like, minor, minor things or, like, um, walking to your spot mm. without looking. Because, like, sometimes we will cheat. Like, we will just walk. Then, actually, we're looking down to the ground. Cannot. You must practice. Like, there was one lesson my teacher just So, you use your periphery? I don't know. You just... Or you agarate? You can agar. Uh. Agaration. <laughs> you just walk six steps. Then, you must hit the spot exactly. Damn. And there was one time I didn't walk seven times. Because I keep cheating. I keep looking down. Then, she like... If she see you glance down, right, she'll be like, okay, go back. I think I'll keep my eyes small. She cannot <laughs> But actually, I glance the entire set. You know, like, right, yours different. Your eyes so big. I need to move like like 90 degrees. My mom is just like, ah, I see you don't know I stare at you, right? Ah. <laughs> no, but it's okay. So so like, it's mainly through agarration. Or is that like a... M- no, so like, different people use different techniques. Right. Right? Like, some people maybe, um, they have to walk straight and look in front. So, they use their peripheral region to like, um, estimate. Mm. But for me, I just use the steps. So. Damn. Yeah. But apparently, it's not good because I have to do seven times. Mm. <laughs> um, what else? Scene study. Basically, understanding the script and being able to decode everything yourself. So, that means, okay, scene study sounds like something that Mm, as a videographer, I myself mm. seem to have to be more involved with. Is, is it yeah. working with like, what will uh, what will the final product look like? That kind of scene study, like no. blocking. I think it's um it's purely understanding the script for the actor. Oh, okay. So, so you are given this, like, the yeah. actor's scene. You really uh, yeah study okay, that scene, okay. and it has to be very specific lah. So I think um I have had some experiences acting in Singapore, mm. but it's mainly is what's it feeling feeling that you know <laughs> it's like ah uh, I think okay, that quote uh, was uh, direct from uh, Naifa. <laughs> so if you ever go to New York, right, the first thing they teach you is need to see feeling feeling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in when I was in Singapore, it was like that. Uh. Then when I I was in Naifa, I realized that um you have to really study the craft of acting mm. to understand how. Um, you craft out very specific characters that are relatable. But when people look at it, it's not just like any other girl, yeah. you know. Um, and it was very hard for me because, yeah, all, all along, I was just like winging it. Yeah. 
And then when I was there, I realized that there's a reason why people study it for many, many years. Mm. And like, I believe that people can have a very natural gift when it comes to acting. Mm. But if you want to take like, to the next level. Yeah, you have to have a very strong foundation and that means you have to go and study the craft of acting. Mm. Yeah. In order to become a professional. Yeah, and also to widen what you can play. So that, there was this class, um, it's called typecasting. Right. Where it is quite scary, where you just stand in front of the camera and they have a screen and, and my teacher made all my classmates throw out characters that I can play. The first one is Mingo. <laughs> Because I got RBF. Then... Show, um, show. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can see the B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, yeah, so so it's cool. So they will guess what age range you can play. So, right. And then you're on the spot, you're supposed to do that or... No, you're just going to stand there. They will write it on the board and then you can take a picture of so, it. So next time, that's what basically you're more suited for in people's yes, eyes. Because appearance does matter. So what's my typecast? <laughs> oh my god, let's do that. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm very curious. Toot boy. <laughs> toot boy. Toot boy. So let's review the toot. <laughs> it's like, handsome boy. Uh, can? <laughs> Smart boy. You said you're happy to have Asian I, boy. No, I think you can play a nerd also. I feel like if you put on specs, you can pull off as a nerd. Yeah. And I tuck in my shirt. Ah. And I put this down. A bit too on. I put this down. And I thought a little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> a bit shy. I, I am shy, you know. We'll see. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was mainly the first course. Mm. Okay. Okay, very good, very good. Okay, so uh, you said you spent uh, close to six months there. Right. How was it like, you know, living there? Okay. That's a tough question. Because mm. I feel like everyone, when I came back, when they saw me, I was like, oh my god, Zinia, you're back. It must have been so was fun. It? I saw your IG story. Yeah. Like, damn fun, eh. Um, Did they say you can wait? Yeah, my dad said I can wait. <sighs> but that's beside <laughs> the point. I was still going to exercise. Um, I feel like I always post... Okay naturally people always post things that are like fun and interesting mm. and exciting mm, mm, mm. and happy, right? Um, what you guys don't see is how tough it is all living alone in a foreign country mm. and when like your purpose there is to step out of your comfort zone. Mm. And that is like another layer of fear, another layer of um, being uncomfortable. Right. Right. So, um, it was my first time going to US or more. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, like culture shock. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to do. And thank God Fauzi was there to help me settle down for the first week. And Fauzi seems to be everywhere. Is he like... Yeah. He's Naruto, man. He's Naruto. <laughs> Teleport. Yeah. Um, but after he left, that was when like, rabak, mm. I tell you. <laughs> I, I felt sick. Oh. And yeah, I saw that on IG. Yeah, I was very sick. And... I went to see a doctor. It was so expensive. The consultation fee was like 125 USD. And they don't give you medicine. I, you know in Singapore... Oh, they give you the script. Uh, the, the, the then you need to go and buy a pharmacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I'm ready with a 39 degree Celsius fever. I don't want to... What's that in Fahrenheit? I don't know. Damn. <laughs> Probably 70? <laughs> I'm just 70, guessing. 70,000? Okay. So, um, yeah, it was... So basically, before I went to New York, I always think that I am quite independent one lah. Mm. When I reached New York, I was like, maybe not ah. 
Yeah, it was tough because also my first apartment got ghosts. No, don't have. Oh, no ghosts. Didn't have aircon. Didn't have fan for the first three weeks. W- w- and it was Wait. summer. It was like okay. Singapore weather. But why? Why don't have? Just spoil. No, it's just false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> and all these like it's easily fixed if you are just on a holiday, you know. Mm. But whereas if you are staying there long time, then long term, then you have to think like shit. Should I just buy a aircon for the next few months? Is that what you did? Uh no, I really like talk to the owner. Until Chase him. Yeah. You on the Singaporean auntie. Ah, uh, I like. Eh, so much ah. Eh, bukay da. Do do do. That's one hundred percent what she said because I saw your IG and and it worked. Because nothing make nothing sounds angrier than an Asian woman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, and um, and that's the reason why all the apartments I chose in New York must have cats, because mm? I think. I really can imagine how lonely it's gonna get. Right. When you are there trying to like start a new life, like making new friends, um, learning something new, really, really stepping out of your comfort zone is yeah. freaking scary and lonely because the time zone, New York and Singapore is like AM, PM. Yeah. 12 hours difference. So mm. many times when I feel like, shit, I need someone to talk to and everyone's asleep in Singapore. Right. So... I think that part was tough. But I also feel like it's because of that that I learned to pick myself up during bad days. Yeah. And also, to chang ta Can tell eh, can tell eh. You look older or, you know, kidding. Wait, so, so you were living alone most of the time. There was no, I don't know, roommate, housemate. Mm, I had housemates, but right. there are people that I don't know. Mm. So, um, they are Americans or, or like people from elsewhere who is staying there. What's the but craziest like thing that has happened in your house? Crazy by Singapore standards, I guess. That's quite easy. Wow. Um, in my first house, my roommate, eh, my housemate, she, one day she told me she lost her gold ring. And it was a very important ring to her because right. of her, it was her grandmother's. Eh, mm. no, yeah, yeah, it was her mm. grandmother's. And it was given to her. So, I was like, oh no, I can help you find. And and I think, okay, I think maybe she was like very anxious or something. Mm. So, like, she wasn't being very nice about it. She was just like, have you seen it? I was like, no, I haven't. And my friend came over, like, um, the previous day. And she was like, did your friend see it? I was like, I don't know, I can ask. Um, but I could tell, like, she was implying yeah. that, like, you know. That like, your friend took it. Yeah. yeah, and then I asked and I was like, no, my friend didn't and nothing was stolen from my room. Um, I'm pretty sure like he won't do this kind of thing and and me too, I really didn't see your gold ring. Like, why would I want to steal, right? Yeah. Out of all things, I would steal your cat, not your ring. Mm. Then, I think um, the more she couldn't find it, the more anxious. Yeah, and yeah. then she said, if I can't find it tonight, I will have to call the police. I was like, oh my god, am I gonna get deported? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I don't wanna go to a like police station. Zidia, how come you back? Because <laughs> <laughs> someone lost case. gold. Yeah. <laughs> then I was like, then I was damn stressed out also. So, but I still had school. So like, I remember I was going to school like feeling them like stressed because there's nothing I can do about it, right? Mm. And like, so I keep texting her. I was like, oh, when I come back, I can help you find it and stuff. And she was like, sure, that would be great. So when I came back home, I was like, um, I can help you find like from living room onwards. And she was like, no. Um, I think I would just get very anxious 
thinking that I'm gonna find the ring. So I'm just gonna clear my room and if I find it it's a bonus. I'm just like then I just go back to my room. I cry. Eh. Oh my god. I, no, do you know how helpless <laughs> right. it is to be in such situation and the fact that you can't prove yourself wrong because mm. like they don't know you personally, yeah. right? And and it's just the two of us so right. I I don't blame her for feeling that way. Right, right. And then finally Thank God she found her ring. It was inside her bathrobe. And then she cried. And then she hugged me. I was Aww. like, that's okay. That's okay, girl. Yeah. We still fam. We still friends. After that, were y'all like, you know, Cease. did your relationship get better? No. <laughs> it was just, uh, she was busy also. La. So you're just bonded over one moment. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's when I realised as you get older, it's just harder to make friends. And that's the reason why, like, you need to have animals. It's just easier <laughs> to make friends with animals. So the conclusion is, if you're planning to stay in New York for extended periods of time, yes. find apartments with cats. Or dogs. Or dogs. Uh, non-humans. Yeah. Not uh, mice. Yeah. No. Ew. <laughs> it's all over. La. They want to need to purposely find. You will just meet them somehow. Mm. But the the cat that was in the apartment really, really helped me a lot. Nice. I think I really like sell depressed. I'm not even kidding. Like, my first month, it was a lot yeah. of crying, a lot of, like, wanting to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would... I I never knew how important friends were in my right. life, I think. Mm. Is that, like... You know, every day, 9 to 6, you go to work, right? Yeah. Then after that, you just eat dinner with your friend. Yeah. And then you go home. And then the next day, it repeats. Like, maybe drink with your friend and everything. And suddenly, have that all taken away from you. It's, it's quite... It's quite different. Mm. <laughs> So you're all here to hear. Uh, Xenia cannot live without me. <laughs> okay, okay. So we come back to, to, to acting a little bit because I okay. guess we want to find out that part about you because that was, after all, your big adventure, right? Mm-hmm. So why... I think this is a question that I've, I've been thinking about for a long time so I right. never really asked you. Why New York? You know? Why specifically mm. New York? Is it like acting central? Okay, so... Uh, this is so tough. Mm. I feel like acting in many countries are going to be tough for me because mm. you have to look a certain way. Right. Um, and for them, actors equals idols equals celebrities. Right, right. Whereas I feel like New York is a place where actors are actors. It's just like any other job. And the most incredible thing in New York is that when you tell people you study acting, their reaction is just like, that's cool. Like it's, it's like, imagine you study thing. accounting. Zhang. Right. Yeah. And it's cool. And like to see um, working actors waitressing it's without any judgment from anyone I think that's that's like working wow actors me. waitressing yeah so um, I go to F45 right I go to like restaurants and all the people that I've met they are just waiting for their next big opportunity they are like working dancers working actors yeah then to me it's just like it's very different from Singapore, though. It's extremely different from Singapore. Yeah, and that, like, they still... They are still, like, very positive about it. And, like, when they tell people, like, mm. oh, I waitress at this place, there is no judgment at all. It's just, like, cool. So it's just a bunch of artsy-fartsy people chasing an artsy-fartsy dream. Yeah. And that's, that, quite, like, that's quite dope. Yeah, and that they have really come to terms that, like, maybe acting is not enough to, like... Sustain. Yeah, yeah. and that they can pick up a job that they actually kind of like at the side just to sustain it or maybe they don't even like waitressing at all mm. it's just to sustain that passion that they have damn which is something that I tell you it's just so hard to believe because Singapore like 
Okay, which is like now that I don't have a job, yeah. I feel like my parents are gonna start worrying. There's this very unspoken soon. pressure. Uh, they're like, huh? You mean to Like, you're not working? Mm. Ah, then what are you gonna do? It's always like questions after questions, right? Mm. Then when I went there, I remember um, I was in my comedy improv class and we went through a round of introduction mm. and at least five people said, um, I came to this class because I quit my job and I just wanna pursue my passion. And it just make me feel instantly more comforted. Because I feel like many people don't know what they want to do. And that is me. But we are not brave enough to be like, I don't know what I'm going to do and it's okay. Yeah, but for them, they are okay with it. And they are willing to be lost for a while while they find. Whereas in Singapore, it's just like, you cannot be lost, you know. You just cannot. Yeah. I, 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 I deeply relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. That was a very nice story. Mm. Okay, we shall pause now because we're going to be running out of track time. Okay. Audio rolling. Pia pia. Don't say that. Pia pia to all the American uh, audiences that might be listening. Pia pia just means clap clap, but with a lower half of your body. <laughs> Cheers to uh, a Second good half. a good story about America. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so after uh, going to New York, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just going to read off the prompt here, right? Is there a certain acting role, right, that you feel more comfortable playing? Because just now also you briefly mentioned about typecasting, which I thought is super right. interesting. But now we'll just go a little bit more in-depth, right? Okay. To understand a little bit more. You know, because, like, for example, right, based on what my prompts here, it's like, oh, angry roles, female roles, or, mm. you know, action roles, horror roles. I don't know if that's even a thing. Tell right. us more. I don't feel like there is a role I'm more comfortable playing, mm. but I do feel like I have strength in certain emotions. Like what? Yeah. So, I learned from my first school that I'm really good at getting angry. <laughs> I'm just a pissed off bitch most of the time. So, um, which is quite cool because mm. then you see... So the first emotion we, we were trying to learn is anger and how far you can go with anger. So some people can explode. Some people meaning me lah. Whereas my classmates, people who are more passive, it's yeah. so hard for them to be angry. And, and it's so interesting because me watching at the sideline is like, it's so easy. As in like, I, I don't understand why you don't want to let out, right? And is it because we're Singaporean? No. I, <laughs> I feel like it's a personality kind of right, thing. Okay. Like maybe I'm more straightforward. Mm. I'm like more willing... Um, to confront people. So like to me, it's it's nothing new, right? Mm, Whereas mm. maybe for them, it's like they want to keep it in mm. or they are used to doing that already. So exploding is not something they're comfortable with. And right. Yeah. So the cool thing is my teacher would learn different people's personality mm, and try mm. to help you um, channel Anish. that emotion. Yeah. Right. So that teacher broke down four girls in class. Like by me, doing what? By channel by doing no so mm, no like the so, chi the chi come out then oh that pain kind of. no so um I okay it's as magical as that that like I don't even understand how she prompt you, but um one of the reason why uh, my friend couldn't channel anger is because back then like she Repressed. she had anger issues as a right. kid that like repressed so much until like it is a very scary place to be at again. Mm. Right. So so I always feel like when I learn acting in New York, it's almost like learning about life at the same time. Which is very, very hand deep. Hand deep. <laughs> but, but it really taught me a lot. 
And mm. so I would say I am most confident in emotional scenes. For example, anger, sadness. But one thing that that friend is very good at that I'm not is mm. joy. Which is... Not so sad lah, eh. Mio, tanda. Eh, relax so, ah, relax. <laughs> but, so, so the thing is like, joy is such a simple thing, right? Yes. But to be genuinely joyful in your scene and for people to look at you and be like, I believed you in that moment, for me, is the hardest. It's something that I'm still trying to work on. Doesn't mean that I will never know it ah. But, yeah, it's just cool to see how different people like, have different strengths. Oh. So that means now ah, Mm. If you were to go into acting in a movie, ah, mm-hmm. you're the Asian tiger mom. Lah. Yeah, but the modern and younger version. But tiger mom, that's why I don't, don't know how to join one. Hello, you do your piano already not? <laughs> huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go and play badminton, play badminton. What about your studies? Huh? Score 99 still not happening. <laughs> <laughs> so Just wait, wait. 99, 99, but are you the first in class? Ah, uh, not. Then you still there tell me. Ah, chang uh, uh, Then chang pi. Exactly. This brings me a little bit Pass of PTSD. A little bit of PTSD because <laughs> my mom is just like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, nice. So, um, normally they'll ask you to perform scene of to play your strength. Mm. Usually I'll choose that kind of. So some okay. people will choose comedy. But yours is more of like... Emotional stuff. Uh. Like Korean drama. Mm, yeah, something like that. Korean movie. Huh, like like break up, <laughs> then reunite with your ex-lover. <laughs> that kind of. Uh-uh. Ah. Be <laughs> No wonder, I always remember this particular acting scene from a video that you did. Mm. Ah! I lost my shoe! <laughs> huh? What do you mean you lost your shoe? Just lost lah! <laughs> wow, I love that. I love that yeah. scene a lot. It's okay. the Oppa. Mm. Right. You can check that out on Facebook. Okay, next question that actually I, I'm also a little bit curious about after seeing the prompt, right? So, mm. so they are objectively good actors, yes? Yeah. Okay, so uh, objectively good actors and these, some people have... Uh, Small acting range. Okay. Right? So, is a good range a prerequisite to being a good actor? No. I okay, maybe, maybe, maybe for everyone else, maybe we, we, it's easier if you can okay, define la- what's la- range, la- you know? What's range? As in... Okay, let me clarify with you. So, mm. range as in like the different kinds of characters. I believe that's what right? uh, the producer meant because he's smiling sheepishly yeah. behind his camera. Okay, so... Um, I feel like everyone is limited to a certain range based on how you look, mm. right? Mm. So uh, maybe I look sportier because of my build. I have I'm more like buff as compared to like a skinnier girl. Then yeah, same. <laughs> also as compared to a skinnier girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you are you are naturally limited based right, on how right, you look. Whether right. yeah, that's just the truth. No, but there are some some actors that are just like, you know, especially in yeah. Hollywood, we've seen them yeah, really, yeah. really... Like Scarlett Johansson. Like, yeah, yeah. Right? Where she can play like a really sexy girl, She can do a- almost anything, you know, it yeah. seems like it. And then she can be like a really demure and loving wife. Yeah. Um, And that's why I say having a natural gift in acting is not enough. I mm. feel like having a natural gift in acting, you can definitely nail characters that you look like and that is typecasting, right? right? right. But if you want to be a really good actor, that's when you need to learn the skills behind it to immerse in another character that is completely opposite from who you are. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So have you tried something like that? Any roles you've played? Yeah, I played hooker. <gasps> hey, I saw that outfit. 
Yeah, Han Sexy. Oh. Was it? Was it? You I was order... so shy, and it was an outdoor shoot. You order from where one? Some some website got fifty percent sale. No, because because right. Okay, I low key think like social media is spying on us because after like I was like I was like woo, this is like crazy. That's <laughs> Ali right on Facebook right. The ad come out right oh for my, the same is it dress. Zafu? Yeah yeah yeah. Oh my god, it sounds so. This is not an ad ah. <laughs> it's scary. Eh. It's it so is. scary. Then after that, Zafu kept coming out with all like the. Oh my god. Like the girls' clothes a bit. I don't yeah, know how yeah, the girl yeah. fit inside those clothes kind. Yeah yeah yeah. It's, yeah. it's more like sexy kind of style. Yeah, oh. exorbitant prices for very little cloth, basically. You guess understanding yep. it like that. Okay, cool. That was actually a very good answer. Mm. So, is there a difference, okay? The next question that I have for you, is there a difference between the acting culture in New York as compared to Singapore? I would guess the answer is yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but give us that 25 mark answer. <sighs> this is so tough. Mm. I feel like... Maybe, maybe it would be easier if you define Singapore's acting culture first. Oh, you know, okay. does that help? No, it doesn't help because I don't mm. think I've ever been in Singapore's acting culture. Um, that's why I, I don't really know for sure. But from what I look at from the outside, right. I really always feel that, um, sadly, you have to look a certain way. Right. And I, I don't fit in that mold, I feel. What is the certain way? Mm, like maybe for Chinese... Chinese white white. Uh, you have to be fairer. And like, I'm actually quite thin. As in, it's just because of my foundation, but I am quite thin. And I've been told that. Yeah. Um, and I think my friend has also been told that. <laughs> so is it when you were in New York, people thought you Pinoy? No, no, not in New York lah. No. I think in like, Singapore, people thought you Pinoy. Like, <laughs> That's even worse. Like photo shoot kind, like people got asked me, like, hey, how come you're so thin? Like, oh. as if like, it's not a good thing. You got to say you're senior tan, right? Senior tan. Bad jokes with senior tan. Um... But whereas when I was in New York, mm. um, I was so scared. To be honest, I was really damn scared. Like, shit, later they think this random Asian girl. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, they are so inclusive and open. And it is so cutthroat to the point where I actually like it. Because they don't care, like, your social media standing. Mm. They don't care whether you're extremely gorgeous or mm-hmm. what. They don't care whether you have apps. All they care about is you bring the talent. If don't have, don't talk. Damn. Yeah, that is how cutthroat it is. And like, they appreciate differences. And they appreciate like, realness. So even if like, you don't have perfect skin, you have acne, it's fine. Okay? As long as you can immerse yourself in that character, there's always a way to work around it. Or maybe in reality, that character can have acne. And that is more relatable to everyday people. Because... Not everybody have perfect skin. That's the truth. That's right? very true. And you, yeah, you just don't have to look perfect in mm. the media sense. I feel. So in that sense, it would say that New York is a place whereby you it is purely meritocratic in terms of your talent. I don't think it's fully right. I think as you move on higher, then there's a different story. Mm. There, right, like like really Hollywood, Hollywood. I mm-hmm. think it's different. But then again, they all have substance. You get what I mean? Right, I get it. For them to get there, they all have substance. It's just that they are just really gorgeous at the same time. Right. right. Um, Cannot relate, but right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I feel like um, in Singapore, number one, our scene is not as big as mm. America yet. Right? They have Netflix, they have Hulu, they have Hollywood. Hey, we have, have Toggle. Uh, we also, yeah, we have Toggle, but we only have Toggle, ma. Uh-huh. We haven't, like, branched out to, like, more. We haven't, like, grow That's a true. lot bigger. Yeah. So, I would think that the reason why I go there is because there's just more 
for me to learn. Yeah. More for me to expose myself. Mm. Mm. And it's a bigger stage. Yeah, it is a bigger stage. And all right. If you already want to go all out to go and learn acting and quit your job, <laughs> might as well just might go as well to the biggest there, right? place. Correct, yeah, correct, just correct. go to the biggest place. Okay, understandable. Mm. Okay, very good. Next question that I have for you, okay? So I'm just going to read off the prompt here. Mm. On your Instagram, okay? Mm. Zinia, you wrote that, I've always wished that I was younger because truth is, working in this industry has an expiry date. Do you still feel the same about this? Hmm. A bit conflicted. Hmm. Because, um, conflicted because it is true to a certain ex- extent. Yeah. Where, like, looks is still important. Yeah. Mm, but false because after I learned acting, I realized that personal experiences are very important. Yes. It's your instrument to play a character well. Mm-mm. So, there are many scenes that are a lot more complicated. Uh, yeah, you know, like drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always them, like, fucked up. Yeah. And you have to go through some fucked up shit to be able to relate to that. So I've got friends who are like 18, 17. They are in the stage where like, love is pure. Love is innocent and Frozen nice. Too. And like, ah, ah, butterflies in the stomach kind. So it's very <laughs> hard. <laughs> okay, I get it. It's very hard for them to understand like the kind of pain that you can feel when someone hurt you, someone mm. you love hurt you. And I feel like um, when you are young, there's an advantage because um, you have many more years for people to groom you. Mm. You look better and everything. But when you are old, you also have your own strength. And that is, you've gone through many more things in life that um, make your performance more colourful, more multidimensional mm. and more real. Mm. Okay. So, so I think it's both. Okay. I think now I would change that sentence to no matter um, what your age is, just play to your strength because everybody is good at different things. Mm. Mm. So basically, it's no longer a thing about an expiry date but more yeah. like evolving with how you yes. progress in life. Yeah. Nice. So I mean, the next line of that question which I didn't read out, I'll read out for you just in case so you don't complain, okay? <laughs> okay? Or do you now see it as an advantage? So I'm guessing it is it become is. a tool, you know? I think it is an advantage yeah. in acting, mm. but if you're talking about other industry, maybe not so. Mm. Say like, maybe modelling is more age-sensitive. I understand. Right? That makes I mean? sense. Yeah. Mm. Whereas for acting, yeah, it's you can still do when you're old. Correct. People are there for the act, not for mm-hmm. not for your looks per se. Yeah. Hmm, kick ass. Mm. Cheers to that. Okay, yes. rude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to move on to our next segment, which we're going to talk about uh, something that is dear to you, ah. which I believe uh, you like. Okay. And that's Touch Rugby. Ah, okay. Yeah. Touch Rugby. So, segment uh, three is going to be about your, your, your sport, your favourite sport, which you yes. have uh, more or less managed to bring to, to the US as well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you manage to balance your sport and school, especially when you're in New York? Okay. Um... It's actually quite chill. Mm. I started playing touch rugby in New York just for fun. <laughs> it was just to wait, like, wait, make wait, wait. new friends. So there's what? Rugby pickups that you can just... Yeah. So, okay. Fun fact is, every country I go for an extended period of time, I would always find on Facebook touch rugby social 
Korea. That's rugby social New York. Dang. Yeah. So when I was in Korea for my summer exchange, mm. I played with the Korean team too, and it's for fun. They are very inclusive, very nice. Um. So when I went to New York, um, the there there was one guy in the team that is Singaporean. Oh. So he whenever does he, he have come, a generic Singaporean name like Nicholas? No, Wei An. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wei An Lee. Lim, Ng, I don't Ong. know his name. Tan, probably Tan. Maybe Tan, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so, it was quite funny because he didn't know who I was. But a lot of people end up texting him like, uh, there's this girl coming to New York, can you take care of her? And then he was like, who is this girl? Yeah. Who this? Yeah, and why must take care of her? And then I, I, I got lost. I didn't know where the training ground was. And then I was late. And then he was like, oh, no longer, no wonder need to take care of her. Because <laughs> I didn't blur. Oh. So I went there to play social just for fun. And just nice, they were forming a team yes. to compete in US National. Right. And then he was asking me whether you want to I was to about to out. say that. You don't, don't spy on my oh, sorry. Notes. I never... <laughs> okay, far, fine. Okay, no. Because like US Nationals, just nice yeah. what we were talking about. Yeah. Right? So maybe you can share the experience a little bit more. You mm. know? Yeah. So initially when he asked me to go for the trials, I was mm. a bit hesitant because mm-hmm. it's been a very long time since I played competitive. Yeah. Yeah. So the last time I played something that was that competitive would be under-20s representing Singapore. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So youth team And Ever since then I kind of stopped I just play for fun Not so stressful Also mm. cause like Life happened <laughs> So no time to commit You know Yeah Um, But I think I always miss Being very competitive mm-hmm. And like Playing that level At a high level mm. Right So then I decided I already come so far Just try it I just try everything So I went for the trial And I got in Cause they needed people. Yeah. And I was very happy. Um, the training wasn't that crazy. Yeah. So I think that's why, like, it helps mm-hmm. for me to balance both. And... So, right. How many days is this? We train for, like, close to two months. No, how many days a week, you know? Oh. Yeah. Two? Oh, that's... that's, that's Initially, it was one. That's then okay. To, like, yeah, it's always just after school. It's like an after school thing. No, it's like weekend. Ah, so, it's so like better. most of my friends during weekends they will go like Coney Island. They will always Coney Island, Pongo ah. No lah, <laughs> like their beach or mm. like they will go somewhere else. And I, I always have to turn them down because I ah. I feel like if I want to do this, then I better like do it. Might as well. Yeah. That's the Singaporean spirit. Yeah. In if you don't do, then just don't do at all. Exactly. If you want to do, then go all out. Yeah. Exactly. So I tried my best to go for all the trainings. Mm. And um, it was very fun. Like, when I... Then we went to California. We flew to California to play US Nationals. Yes. Against all the other US states. And I heard that you won the championship. Yes! Wow, it's crazy, man. Um, But also because it's my first time playing with them, I, w- I wasn't, like, very close to them. Yeah. So... Seeing them cry, I was like, oh You, you sympathy cried? No, I never oh, cried yeah. lah. I just <laughs> like, wow, they're really damn happy. <laughs> and I, I'm so happy to be a part of it. Wait, was that their first time winning? Or? Um, after a few years. Wait, wait, this is a club or a... Like school? Team New York. Oh. So we are fighting against Team LA. So you're team representing Portland. a... We are representing... State. Yeah, a state. Ah, okay. Right. Ah, that's, so, quite, that's quite dope. That was cool. And then, like, everyone was very nice, even though mm. um, it was my first time. Very inclusive. And the scary thing is that people there 
damn fierce eh. <laughs> I thought I was fierce, you know. Like what kind of fierce? Um, I set out for a game against... Who's that? I think it's LA. Right. And it was like our toughest competitor. So we won first, they were second. And I was just like standing <laughs> at the sideline. And it was a turnover, so it's, it was our ball. And then I was like, yeah, she's not the half. And then this girl nearest to my the line that I'm standing in, she was like, what do you say? I was like, oh, I said, she's not the half. And then she did this. Hmm? And I was like, I said, she's not the half. <laughs> you know what she said? She was like, oh, so now you're the rest. I was like... Oh. I was like, okay, I legit thought she cannot hear. <laughs> then I keep shouting louder and louder. And I wasn't expecting that response. And then my friend just laughed at me. And she was like, woof, <laughs> crazy. Sweet. So... Yeah. I mean, I mean, it brings out the worst in people competition. But I mean, you mm-hmm. won, right? There is no denying that. Yeah. Yeah. We won fans. Did, did you go up to the to the girl and be like, yeah, I am the ref? No. <laughs> <laughs> but now no, I'm la, the winner. No, <laughs> normally, um, they will always be nice after the game. No, that's always fine. Like, I, I, okay, I firmly believe, and that's great. You know, yeah. I always believe in sportsmanship. Like, like you all can be yeah. at each, each other's throats at the, on the field, but yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. You, you leave it on the field, leave it on the pitch. Yeah. You know? I was just shocked. I was just like, oh. Ooh, okay. Maybe that's their way of trash talking and just not mm, used to it. Because mm. in Singapore, it's just like, oh, no, man, see bye. Okay, if you're going to bleep that, I'll bleep that. Like, hey, see bye, faster. You know? Yeah, Different, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, Malawi. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the correct response will be like, right back at you. <laughs> okay, yeah. so here's something that our producer wants to ask, okay? okay? So, a famous American football player, which I think is completely unrelated to touch rugby, but we're just going to go with that, okay? Uh, oh, okay? A famous American football player once said that he hates losing more than he likes winning. Do you relate to this statement? He hates losing more than he likes winning. Yes. I agree. Mm. Because I always feel that... Um, I'm the kind of person, right? Mm. As long as I feel like I played at my best, I think it's fine. Winning is always a bonus. But I don't like it when I know I didn't try my 100%. And then you lose. Even if I win, I right. won't be happy with myself. Mm. So I completely can relate to that. Especially Damn. when like, I was at my most competitive, I, I wasn't like the nicest person. Right. So, so, so I you get, also, huh? Uh, Mr. Rafa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like, I get mad at my teammate for, because I assume they're not giving their 100%. Yeah. And I think that's why I stepped out of the competitive scene for a while. Because mm. I really, yeah, it can get quite toxic after a while. Yeah, and then after that she win US Nationals. Okay, weird flex, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Okay, we'll move on to another question which we have. So this one is actually a quote that uh, producer fished out from your long history of uh, misgivings and whatever. Xenia said, okay, Xenia said, I believe that having a gift in acting can only bring you this far. You need Uh. a strong foundation and knowledge to perform well. Uh. Does this attitude towards acting... Uh-huh. Stem from your background in sports and the culture of hard work that comes from sports. Wow. It's a tough question, huh? Like oral, like oral, huh? Like oral exam, huh? Actually, yes, eh. Maybe yes. Yes, huh? I, I feel the same for, like, netball, for touch rugby also. Mm, mm. That, like, especially so for touch rugby, that I feel like every sport, someone is, someone can be 
um, a very good player because they are gifted in a certain way. Say right. netball, mm. if you're tall, that's an advantage. That's true. That's why I stopped playing netball because like <laughs> the height is just, you know, the advantage is so apparent that right. like, it's very hard to fight. And for touch rugby, as long as you're fast, yes. you can. But the thing is, um, there's there are ways to beat that speed. Uh, and that is uh, yeah. working as a team mm. and being smart instead of just using your legs. Use your brains instead of your legs. So I always feel like you do have to always learn the foundation and have a very strong foundation. Mm. And if you have that, you can beat all the advantages that people have naturally. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that that's why... cool. I've, I've never thought of that. This producer, very good. Uh. Mm, not bad. He's quite mm. smart. He's from Hua Chong. Uh, mm. uh, uh, since we're, I remember responding to just a comment that he has been really salty about, this is not my YouTube channel. This is his YouTube channel. I am his host, which arguably is the more important rule because <laughs> it will collapse without me. So leave me in the comments below if you think I'm more important, yeah? Okay, very good. So I guess, you know, a lot of the a lot of, a lot of your sports are like attitudes transferred mm. over to mm. your other things. Yeah. Mm. Well, now, now you got me thinking. It's so true. Because like if you're fast and you don't work hard, then you don't have stamina, then what's the point? Pe- the person who has like yeah, who train, like, run 2.4 every day or, like, go and sprint and, like, do F45 every day, have the stamina, can always last the longest. Mm. And, yeah, fatigue will just eat you up and you will just lose eventually. Same as acting. Same as everything that you do in life, I feel. You just cannot depend on, like, that natural gift that you have. That is very true. Mm. Hard work. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. Genius is... Is meh. No, it's one percent inspiration, oh, ninety-nine percent perspiration. Because that's where I was going with this. Oh, so shit. yes, uh, oh, let's try one more time. Beep. Uh, genius is one percent inspiration, ninety-nine percent. Um, how about? <laughs> I never, I never hear. Sorry. Procrastination. So. Procrastination. Cheers to that. Cheers to uh, kicking ass. Yeah. Rabak, rabak, cut, cut, cut. Okay, uh, before we move on to the segment, we're going to take a little bit of a pause because we're going to have to refresh our clip. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay, we're back. So, uh, now we're moving on to the new segment, right? Which is uh, aptly titled Home. 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 Yeah. This is home. Truly. <laughs> While away in New York, Senior Tan, mm. what are some things in Singapore that you feel people take for granted over here. Safety. Share. I like um, this story actually. Share. Um I'm someone who drinks a lot in Singapore. What? Degenerate? You degenerate? <laughs> <laughs> and um I feel super comfortable walking on the streets at 3 a.m. Mm. and walking home. Um but you just can't do it in New York because it is very unpredictable and it is just dangerous, especially so for a girl. And that the culture is different. And I'm not saying that like... Um, like New York is not full of pe- evil people, Yeah, right? it's just the culture is different. So like, maybe in Singapore where you see a chill, you see a chobu, what will you do? I will tell my friend, hey look, chobu. <laughs> but maybe there for them is like, hey girl, what you doing? <laughs> Wanna hang tonight? Um, so there was once me and my. Do you practice your male voice? No. Sure. <laughs> there was once. Why would you like to hang? <laughs> <laughs> me and my housemate um, saw this cabinet 
on the street and we were like, oh my god, you'll be great for the house. And then we were caring. And these two guys, they were saying um, things that are very explicit. If you are under 18, please cover your ears. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to hear the full script, man. Yeah, okay. So he said, dude, that looks heavy. Let me carry it for you. Or you know what? I can carry you and put it in and I'm sure you'll like it. And that's just normal. Like that's on just the street. level one. Uh. Like two people just on the street Ta- said that They just about kept saying, kept saying while we are walking and one of the guys just like followed behind me and just kept saying. And like, all you have to do is just ignore. But because I wasn't immune to this kind of shit, my housemate kept talking to me while he was like saying it. And I was like sandwiched in between the both of them. I was just like, I was just like mind blown. And was, she- was your housemate actively trying to help you... No, she she just continued the conversation as if like nothing has happened. Damn. She's just used to it. Yeah. Damn. And I was so offended. Like, I think if I were in Singapore, I would throw him a punch. Or like, I would drop the cabinet and look at him and say, just look at yourself and reflect on what you just said. But Mm. you just can't do that anyway. Mm -mm. Because maybe the culture is different. I'm not very sure. You might get stabbed. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, I I don't know what he will do. That's true. Was this in the middle of the night? Yeah. Uh, no, it's like 10pm. And you found a random cabinet on the roadside. So my housemate found. Can you really blame the guys? <laughs> no. <laughs> my housemate found it. He was like, Xenia, I saw this really nice cabinet. And my right. house... Okay, so this is my second house. What if it's possessed? You know? What if like Casper was in it? Angmoh, don't believe this kind of thing. Angmoh believe in Casper, so don't point <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but... She kept hinting... Okay, so my housemate uh. is super cute. She kept hinting to me that I think that would be very nice, but like it's quite big. I was like... Mm. But I kind of know what she's saying. I was because like, you buff. <laughs> yeah, because I... Hey, same. Then, <laughs> then I was like, okay, let's go and see. I can carry it for you. And she was like, really? Then, wow, I thought you, her eyes like sparkle. She's like, damn happy. Ching, and then ching. that happened. So I was mm. just like, oh. Yeah. And there were other instances too. Like after school, I was walking home. It was near Times Square. I think that's where all the crazy things happen. <laughs> Times Square is where mm. the crazy things happen. Yeah, nearby lah. I thought it's like a really mm. well-lit, insanely well-lit place. Yeah, I think also because they know there are a lot of tourists there. Ah. So, I don't know. But I was the target for the night because I was walking to the subway and I heard a voice right here ah, This near, but I don't dare turn back. Because you know what he say? He say like, would you give me a kiss? I damn scared once I turn and look at his face then, then he, he kiss you <laughs> yeah then I damn scared so I just like keep walking then I just like okay Zina just keep walking and then he followed me two blocks and he just kept saying like would you give me a kiss and at one point he was so angry because I just ignored him and I just walked as fast as I could so he was like don't you ignore me bitch and I was like somebody help me <laughs> <laughs> I just walked them fast and then after that he was like why don't we start with a hug and I was like I cannot, I cannot. Then I just like walk into a family and like th- and like it was so weird because like the dad, the mom and like the two kids. I just walk like next to the dad and then all of them look at me like that. I was like, please just stay with me, just stay. You do you tell them? No, I just like walk very calmly, like like really their pace, and um he just eventually went away. Yeah, I have many Same. more. It's just, it's just Singapore is really safe and mm. I miss that about Singapore that. You can just be very free and mm. you kind of respect each other too. I mean, yeah, yeah just don't do that. It's not nice. Mm. Cat calling. So I guess the most dangerous thing about Singapore is sitting in the reserve seat when the auntie is standing. Correct. <laughs> Which arguably, if you think about it, in this, 20, in this age, right, this 21st century, is actually pretty dangerous too. Yeah, yeah. 
So watch yourself, you know? Yeah. Watch yourself. That's the only dangerous mm. thing. Okay, so I'm, 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 I mean, I'm glad to, glad to know that, you know, mm. Singaporeans uh, take safety for granted because mm. that's just how safe Singapore is. Mm-hmm. You know, so safe that you can take it for granted. So yeah. stay woke, Singaporeans. Okay, next. Okay, next. Actually, we have another question also about home, uh, which mm. producer has a uh, voice that one. So Xenia, uh. hey, that's you. <laughs> Xenia cried after the first session of a three-day masterclass showcase. Mm. Why? Okay, so let me explain how crazy it is for me to sign up for this workshop. So it's called three-day masterclass showcase workshop, mm. where you have to prepare a scene that you know you're going to be good at and perform it in front of high-profile casting directors and agencies. Most people, they sign up for such workshops so that they would remember them. And maybe if they're lucky enough, they would sign them. Right. And I'm most people, very Mm. hopeful. Right. right? And little did I know that it's not easy for that to happen. Um, So I think I went into the course with a lot of hope. Yes. And I performed my scene. I felt like I did my best. I was anxious for sure because they are important people, right? Yeah. And like, who is this <laughs> random Asian girl? Passport and, red colour. Uh, <laughs> and they were just um, very nice and they gave me very good feedback. And it was okay all the way until Q&A session where I asked him, um, how hard is it for a foreigner to make it in America? And I think I already knew the answer, mm. you know. But I think... I don't know, eh? I think maybe it's the way he said it or the way he looked at me when he said it. Just two words, ah. Very hard. Then, the water tap on, eh. Wanna cry, it. <laughs> I just like, okay. Hold, hold it in. And then as he explained to me, um, and I, I just share my thoughts. Because I, initially, I, I thought, I got it all figured out. I was like, what, what, what if I, I really like work very hard to go for exam reduction courses and then what if I go and take the one year course which will give me a one year temporary visa and then if I work my ass off someone see something in me they want to sponsor my working like temporary visa they will give me a working visa where I can renew and then the truth is even with working visa it's very hard for bigger companies or productions to hire you because they are just too much paperwork Mm. And it's just easier to find someone else. Because there are so many talented people in New York, right? Yes. And then after class, I just felt like maybe this dream that I've been chasing might not happen. You know, that kind of thing. Mm. And that like, I, I don't come from a very rich family. And it took me like three years to save up enough to go there. And I was just very hopeful. Mm. Yeah. And like, even though it sounds demoralizing, because I cried mm. while walking down the street. At Times Square. So drama. <laughs> Got music playing in the background. No, just noise. Yeah. Just like, pa pa, like the, you know, like the, no, the iconic New York traffic. Yeah. And then I remember I was crying and then I was thinking that like, like, everyone was telling me that, oh, Zina, you're so brave for like, taking this huge step um, to New York. Not a lot of people do that, look up to you and stuff. I was like, don't look up to me. Because, like, look at where I am now. That mm. kind of feeling. Just, like, very, very upset and depressed. And it was 4pm, I remember. Then, in Singapore, it's 4am, where everyone is asleep. And I really just, like, broke down. Like, I cannot... I cannot control, kind. I just, like... <laughs> that kind. Then I walk down the street. Then got a lot of people do every day. Then, then five years already, still crying. Um, but, to be honest, that is, like... 
the best 500 USD spent in my life. Because, mm. um, like I said, acting really taught me a lot about life and myself, right? So during my last acting class, um, it was very intense. It was like a new class. It was just like one class I decided to take out mm. for fun, right? Mm-hmm. So we danced for two hours. Uh, and that's just what a warm-up. Like so dancing is like what, the musical part? No. Cabaret! No. <laughs> the dancing is for you to like really don't be scared of expressing Energy yourself. Out. Yeah, and um, everyone will stand in a circle. The teacher will call your name and someone will go into the middle and dance and you have to match his energy and his whatever he's portraying. So some people are like contemporary dancers. Sorry. And like, maybe they are very sad. Then some people are like very angry. Then they were like, that kind, you know. And then some people are like happy. You just have to keep matching. And the challenge is that it is so hot and it is so tiring because it's two hours. You cannot give up. You have to match it like every single minute, every single second. And at the end of the class, we will perform a monologue. And what my teacher told me was that he observed from the very start that he can tell, I don't know what the fuck was going on when we were dancing for two hours. But he can also tell that I'm someone who like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to give my 100%. I trust that something good will come out of it. Yeah. And he said it can be a strength, it can be a weakness. Mm. Strength because not a lot of people can do it. Weakness because I don't think much about things. I just give and give and give. Yeah. So that's exactly what I learned from that Damn. that showcase also. That chasing your dream is is fun, is exciting, it's um brave, but you definitely have to be practical sometimes. Mm. You have to have someone give you that slap of reality mm. and and you know, like not be not always have your head in the clouds. Must chase smartly. Ah, must That's why smart local. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, so that was just the first day that I mm-hmm. broke down, right? Mm-hmm. Then, second day and third day, I think, um, I was a bit depressed and I, I, I just tell myself, like, it's okay, like, I don't think they will ever sign me because of my visa and I don't think I'm good enough yet, but it's fine. And I lowered to the point where my expect my expectation it's just, as long as they believed in me for even one minute of my scene, I think right. I'm happy enough. And that's exactly what, like, um, the agencies told me during the last day, where it was, like, the biggest showcase. And they said, I believed in you. Mm. And I was so happy. You have no idea. And... Um, you break down the middle of Times Square again? No. Okay. <laughs> I go and drink. <laughs> I was like, wow! <laughs> So as much as it's demoralizing because I thought that this is me, this is my dream. And then he showed me that this is me. Mm. <laughs> this is my dream. But um, I still feel like I learned a lot from it. La. And without their harsh comments or critics or like that close slap of reality, mm. I wouldn't know, you know. Then like that hit will be a lot later and a lot harder. Yeah. So now I think I'm smarter. <laughs> Not bad. Cheers to that. Yay, cheers. Cheers to the smartest in here. Mm-hmm. That was really quite inspiring. Mm-hmm. Okay, since we're, you know, just nice when you were talking to us about it, right? Yeah. We have come to the segment which our producer calls Chasing Dreams. Okay. Right, which is perfect because I'm I'm glad that you talk about the reality of dreams because dreams are dreams. Mm. Reality is reality, right? Uh-huh. So Xenia wrote in her Instagram uh. that she has always wanted to act 
but it's a dream she never dared to pursue mm. or even let herself think about. And yeah. only after she fulfilled what she needed to as an Asian kid, mm. which is to complete university, did she pursue her dreams. Yeah. Do you think the Asian culture of pragmatism needs to change for future generations? Especially in Singapore, I guess. Yes. Do you wish you started earlier? Mm, I think I always wish that I started earlier. Mm. But then again, I'm the kind of person who believes that many things happen for a reason. Mm. That like, maybe if I were to start earlier, maybe I wouldn't cherish all the opportunities as much as I do now. Right. But because I worked so hard Mm. and I wanted it for so long, maybe that's when you are really ready to go for it, you know? Mm. So I I truly believe that like many things happen for a reason Mm. and there is no point looking back and be like, if only I started earlier. Maybe it's just supposed to, maybe someone up there lined up for you so Mm. that, you know, you can reach here and like, it's meant to be lah, somehow. Mm. Um, and the sad thing is that um, it has to change because um, when I was in New York, I realised that in Singapore, there's really a lot of pressure in many aspects of our lives. Right. Be it education mm-hmm. or time pressure to get married, mm. have kids, BTO, have a house. Everything is like pressured mm-hmm. and very realistic and everyone is like very practical. Even nowadays, like couples, right? They BTO first before they propose it. Eh. Yeah, yeah, that's the Singaporean proposal. I just, actually. I just, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in New York, like um, my touch rugby friends, they are like 30 plus years old. They are still playing touch rugby. They are still like very heavily committed in that sport. I mean like in Singapore, maybe people will judge you and be like, you don't have kids. I uh, don't need to take care of your family. Mm. Yeah. And and they are all single. They are all happy. Like, maybe sometimes as long as you are happy is good enough instead of like always doing what other people are doing. And then end up you just don't do whatever that you are happy about. Mm. Yeah, I think I think when I went to New York, it's really like, oh, it opens up and it's just eye-opening and um, there are just many other ways to lead your life. Especially right. if you are someone who has never stayed abroad before. You have to understand that there's no, like, the best way. Mm. There's only a way that feels right for you. Right. So, so mm. wait, wait. In that case, right, would you personally say that Singapore is a more pragmatic society than, than the people in... I don't want to say America, but the people in New York. Hmm. I think so. Yeah? Yeah, of but, but is, that, is that necessarily a bad thing? You know? No. I think like having a good balance. Mm. But I think Singapore is more of like extreme. Right. That's why like many people don't dare to go for it. Even mm. though it is always at the back of their mind that like I want to do this, I want to do that. But maybe it doesn't earn me enough money. Maybe it is not like a good career. Right. So just take like the waitressing as an as an example. Waitressing on the side while pursuing the acting dream. Yeah, or if you really like waitressing and you just want to do it for a full-time job, yeah. it's fine. But like, somehow... In Singaporean society. There is some, yeah, hierarchy in terms of occupation or like blue-collar, white-collar. It's still mm. very it's still very obvious and apparent and people still look at certain occupations a certain way. Ah. So, yeah. Like, I just... Because my mom is a waitress. Right, right. And sometimes she feel ashamed of her own like and I don't understand it. yeah like yeah. Some, sometimes I just say like hey when are you working I wanna go but sometimes you just like don't 
don't come. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like it is so deep in this hole that it's so hard to erase mm. all the judgment we have. Okay. Yeah. So I guess the I I mean the change for future generation might be a little bit less pragmatic but not completely gone. Mm. Yeah. I I feel like still can change. Just like have to put in effort. Mm. Or maybe like it starts with our generation. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And actually this is a good example. Eh? Of uh, pushing aside <laughs> pragmatism for something a little but bit more. But I still need to be smart, ah. <laughs> yes, pushing aside pragmatism for something a little bit more frivolous, but doing it in a smart way. Mm. I I I relate to that deeply. Mm. Okay, if there is a piece of advice, yeah, right, that you would like to give to others mm-hmm. who are desperate to get out of the Singaporean uh, red race and chase their dreams, what would it be? Maybe you can summarize it into you know one or two sentences. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Oh, it's so tough. Mm. Imagine that you cannot give them that long lecture. You only got yeah. that nice two sentences to give. Okay. Number one, be smart. Do your research. Mm. Number two. If you want to do it, do all out. Yeah. Just those two. I think it's enough. It's all that I learn now lah. Maybe next time I'll learn more. Mm, then I should. Then update again. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 2.0. But this is what I learned. Be smart as in like, be street smart. Yeah. So don't just deplete your savings and go to somewhere and try to, try, try to study and think that you can earn money while you're there because it's not going to happen because you're on student visa. So it's like, don't be too idealistic. Yeah. Okay. And do your research because visa is important if you're going to go overseas and pursue something. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that many Singaporeans take for granted. Right. Because everything is easy here. And when you're a foreigner in another place, it's a completely different story. Mm. Mm. Mad props to the foreigners who are in Singapore. Yeah. Because mad props. I really have a lot of respect now mm-hmm. for them after I've been there. Yeah, especially those of them who, who are permanently settling here with their families and stuff like that. Yeah. That's kick-ass, man. Shout out to Julian and yeah, his cute Julian. little daughter, Luna. Yeah. Follow them on Instagram. You can find them on Instagram. Okay, so let's move on to our next segment. Mm. Okay? So this segment, we call it About the Past and the Future. Okay. Okay? So producer, producer say, A year ago, Xenia wrote in her Insta story. What this producer stalk me? Is she, he's, he's a really good stalker, okay? Yeah. You see his face uh, on Instagram. <laughs> it's like, uh, if you see him on the street, yeah, hide your daughters. <laughs> okay? Xenia said in her Insta story, okay? Yeah. You have no idea how much I beat myself up over and over and over for mistakes and failure. I wish I had the answers to why I suck, <laughs> where I need to work on, and how to be enough. Yeah. End quote. Has your thoughts on your mistakes and failures changed? And has your feelings of self-worth changed? Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, just a bit of context. Mm. I've been to a few auditions in Singapore before I went to New York. Mm. And like I said, I wasn't confident of myself. I didn't really believe in myself and I showed it to other people. And when I get rejected, I always feel like, shit, maybe I'm not good enough. Just, mm. like, my performance. And then it's a vicious cycle of, like, I'm not good enough, I shouldn't try, blah, blah, blah. Um, but acting is a very unique occupation where, you know, like, normal jobs or, like, any other jobs, 
you just have to go through one good interview mm. and you get a job for several years. Right. Acting, every project you have to go through an audition. And that is like proving yourself over and over again. Mm. And because you want it so much, that's when anxiety kicks in. And when you are nervous, that's when whatever you prepare, no matter for how many hours, it just like... You out of your Yeah, flew yeah. out of your head. You just completely forget. Or like... Right. Um, and I can tell you for sure that all the actors I've met, actors are truly the most insecure people in the world. As much as they look good on camera, they're funny, um, they're just a lot, a, a lot of things going inside. Right. And um, I think it has changed because my teacher always tell me that rejection is like 90% of your life as an actor. And mm. it doesn't mean that you're not good enough. Because there are so many other factors directors have to consider. For example, maybe I am good enough for that role, mm. but they wanted someone with long hair. Because they ah. already have an image in mind that like she has to have long hair. Right. She has to have single eyelid. I mean and I mean your hair is amazing by the way. Yeah, thank you. Girls are going cut short hair, short hair very nice. <laughs> yeah, so so like these are factors that I can't control because they already have an image in mind. And mm. also being an actor, you have to be at the right time. Uh, you have to be um at the right place at the right time. And I these see. Are other factors that I also can't control, but it's just the way it is, right? Yes. So I've learned to not be so hard on myself. Mm. And just always make sure that I continue improving myself until if ever an opportunity that's suitable for me comes, mm -hmm. I'm at my best. You're 100%. Stage. Yeah, you know? I'm 100% ready. Right, right. Yeah, and it's like the best that I can perform. I think I'm happy enough. Okay. Whereas back then, I didn't know. So I always think that, I always blame myself all like, I'm yeah. not good enough, you shouldn't try lah. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Mm. So I guess right now, your mindset has more or less changed. That yeah. uh, mistakes and failure are not, not exactly a, a critique on, on your self-worth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, on who you are. Yeah, it's it's not how you measure how good you are. Right. Or like, yeah lor, how worthy of a human being you are. <laughs> Damn, okay. Mm. You know, I relate to this as well, you know. Mm. And like, because I used to do a, I used to do a sales job. Yeah. Right. I didn't know. Yeah, You'll be a different right? salesperson yeah, actually. I, I, I was actually doing pretty well. Yeah. So, sales is actually 90% rejection because you're requesting of someone yeah. and stuff like that. So, I like to think that acting is similar. In fact, is like almost exactly the same, except the thing you're selling is yourself. Mm. So I guess this is where it gets a little bit harder to reconcile because like when people reject you, it's very easy it's to very take personal. it personally. Mm. Yeah, it's very easy to take it personally. And that's where the difference between a professional yeah. and I'm not professional. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Very good. Okay. Let's take a short break and then we'll just come back to our next segment because we've got to repress again. Okay. Here is Xenia with her second beer. I have yeah. no more for me because I have finished my two beers. We can share. Not... You see? She's definitely mature and woke. Have you missed this language? Yeah. Wow, nice lah! And this is why we're meant to be. Leave it in the comments below if you think we're meant to be. Hashtag... <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so before we, we conclude, we just have a little bit more left, okay? Mm. So still on the topic about the past and the present. Okay. Now that you are beginning a new chapter of your life, mm. what do you wish for, for yourself in the future? Um, 
You know, ask me very difficult questions. But solid questions. Yeah. Solid. What do I wish for for myself? In the future. To... To be unapologetically myself. Mm. And to try hard without feeling that people will judge me. Okay, very good. Mm. Very nicely summarized. Yeah. Now, actually, I have a question personally for myself that I want to, that I want mm. to ask you, right? Mm-hmm. So what would now Xenia, right, yeah. say to pre-flight to New York Xenia? <laughs> if you had a chance to transcend dimensions and go back and tell your past self, past self before you reach New York, mm. what would you tell past Xenia? Don't be so scared. Everything will turn out fine. As long as you try your best. And you take care of yourself. And be smart. <laughs> Don't take cabinets in the middle of the street, in the middle of the night. That's all I'm saying, you know? Don't touch the cabinets in the middle of the night. Why don't you go there at like 4pm, 4, 4 you know? 4pm is like the sun's bright. Say, oh, two girls taking, taking a, a, a cabinet. Ho, ho, the old lady is laughing across the street. That's about it, right? Okay. <laughs> Very good. Mm. Okay, so we'll just move on to a few other questions. Uh, this one will we'll, we'll explore a little bit uh, of a feely, feely, feely stuff. Mm. Okay. If you could speak to anyone in heaven, who would it be? I think I know this answer. Oh, my ama. <laughs> mm, what will you say? <laughs> I miss her. La. Like, um, I'm very close to her. Mm. Uh... I'm not trying to spy on my prompts. No. <laughs> um, one thing. One thing that... That I'll you will see. Really, yeah, it's just that question. I just want to know how she is. Yeah. Pretty sure she's happy and proud of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's nice to know. <sighs> oh okay. my god, how many more questions brief, of this brief. kind? <laughs> I'm really scared. Okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Is there a teacher, okay, mm. that you wish you could call up and thank right now? Wow. Um, yeah, my uh, JCH2 Chinese language and literature teacher. Probably a Ling Lao Shi. Oh my anyhow? god! <laughs> every every other Lao Shi is a Ling Chen yeah, or Li Lao Shi. Ling Lao Shi. You know why not? Because mm. like... Um, I always think that my Mandarin not bad. Okay. Uh, then when I took H2 Chinese language and literature in JJ, then I realised that like, it's not very good. Mm. And the thing is, I was very rebellious back then. Mm. So I always fall asleep in class. And then my teacher will be so angry. My teacher will be, Chen Wen Shi Tongxue, Go to see Ba Lian. So cute. Then I always go and watch Face That Club and then fall asleep again. <laughs> or like, I, I always like, um, play pranks on my friends. I, I just wasn't listening. Uh. Right. Then when it was A-levels, um, I asked her for a consultation and I broke down in front of her. And I said, I'm sorry. Um, and she, without any hesitation, she was like, it's okay, we'll do it together. Uh, and that is easily the most memorable um, thing that happened to me when I was in JC. Yeah. And I would like to say, Sisi. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too bad at all. Mm. Okay, so next is uh, what's the nicest thing that you have ever done for somebody else? Nicest thing. Mm. It's so hard because I feel like 
my love language, the the way I show love to people. Not how it's touch. Not how it's words of affirmation. No, many people think that it's very materialistic. Gifts. Yeah. But no wonder you give me nothing eh. but trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing about um people like me is mm. it's beyond just like oh we just like pay money and then we buy you gifts. Mm. Okay. The how we express love is everywhere we go, we always think about you. Or like Mm. just whenever I see something I'll just think about someone and I'll just buy it because mm. I know it's going to make them happy and like surprises after surprises okay. so I think I, I don't have one thing that I think I did the nicest but yeah. I think that trait is something that I dare say my friends would say I'm very generous mm. and that they are always very happy nice so that gift giving trait la. Mm. Okay. and I think I'm very good at gifts mm. <laughs> next one is actually quite a cool one so what is the meanest thing your inner voice has told you? Wow. Meanest thing. Uh. Mm. Or what is the worst thing that you tell yourself, I guess? Um. <sighs> I think that... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't die deep, uh. <laughs> 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 deep. You heard too much, you just went deep. Now, I think just saying a very simple sentence that I don't like you or I don't want to be you. I don't hmm. want to be you anymore. You know so is that, that so is that voice uh, still loud or softer? I don't think it's loud or soft. It's just. Um, sometimes it's there Sometimes it's not Yeah Cause I think we all have parts of ourselves That we don't like mm. And I don't think I learned how to embrace it yet mm. If you can change Then that is great But if you cannot change Then you have to learn to embrace it So yeah. I'm not at the level 2 yet I'm still at mm. level 1 Yeah Trying to change Okay mm. Valid answer So what do you think Your purpose in this life is? My purpose? <laughs> I think storytelling. Mm. I think ever since um, I graduated and I joined TSL, I wanted, all I wanted to do in different forms, like writing, mm. being a host, uh, tried being a producer, tried directing a film, all has to involve storytelling. Yeah, and that is to convey a message that will help someone out there mm. or just just to make someone happy mm. if they had a bad day. Yeah. So mm. storytelling, I think that's my purpose and it's something I know I will do for a long, long time. In so create creative storytelling, I guess. Yeah. It can be in front, it can be behind the camera. Mm. Yeah. It's just storytelling in general. Mm. Which is what you like to. <laughs> which is what I like too, which is now here. We are telling Xenia's story. Hopefully mm. the story will continue and uh, hopefully it will change for the better. Yeah? Mm. Um, 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 how long did it take you to learn to love yourself? Mm, tough. Mm. I think there are different phases in my life that I love, that I don't love, that I don't mm. love. But I think generally now it's more stable. Yeah. I think when I was younger, it's always like very extreme. Yeah. Right? Um, I think after my first relationship. Oh. 
I've learned to love myself more than I ever thought I would. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Very good. Okay, so one last question. One very last question. Mm. Do you feel like anything is missing from your life? Oh, <laughs> anything that's missing. Mm. I think maybe in the... Don't say so cheesy. Maybe in the like relationships. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> sure. But, th- but then again, it's so contradicting. I mm. feel like I've always been one of those kids that are very different from everyone else. Where like, I have my girlfriends or like classmates would be like... I want to marry, I want to become a mom, that's my ambition, I want to have how many kids, um, I want my wedding to be a certain way. And I'm always that person who like, I don't want to get married, I don't want to have kids. Mm. Yeah. Because I always feel like, I think since young, I've seen like, marriage as something that tied to people who don't already love each other together, and that kids are also one of that. Mm. Um, so it has been something I'm very afraid of, but... I feel like as you grow older, you become braver. Mm. Or like... Or you just give less give less shits, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. that like, maybe sometimes it's worth a try. Or mm. like, it's worth risking for. Like, maybe it's going to be worth it. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. But I just don't feel like I've met anybody who I feel like, ah, I want to grow old with this person. Mm. So I think that's something that... I always wonder how it's like. Especially, you know, nowadays got a lot of weddings, right? Yes. I mean, at our age... <laughs> I've then given, I always, I've given many ang pao I know, me too. And every time I go to the wedding, I'm just like, how do they know they are fit for each other? I've, I've, I just, I never felt that before. I cannot relate. <laughs> yeah. And I All would right. love to feel that. <laughs> yeah. Valid answer. Okay, I just got a real, one last quick question that I want to ask you, right? So maybe you can share with us, you know, what's your plan after this? You know, what's next? So mm. what's your plan like now and then eventually what's going to happen? Okay, I dare say that I'm not very sure. <laughs> I I guess I've been trained to be very comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm. Um, but all I know is I'm going to try to act in Singapore as much as I can. Um, I'm not going to be afraid of audition. Mm. I'm going to just go for it. And if I get rejected, I won't let it bring me down. I will just take it objectively. Mm. And I will do hosting at the site. So I'll still see you in TSL. Perfect. I will continue Hired or Fired and more exciting projects. So and you'll probably come into HCHT again. Yes. Mm. When I learn new stuff and I can teach you guys more stuff. Nice. <laughs> Which is actually perfect because I actually wanted to ask you this final question. This is for myself, right? Mm. So recently I watched an interview with Billie Eilish. You know Billie Eilish? Mm. I'm a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> So they did an interview where it's just like kind of one year apart. Let's 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 extrapolate on that. Okay. Right. So what would Xenia now right, mm. wish to tell the next time Xenia comes to HDHD? Oh my god. What would your hopes be for that Xenia? Mm. Why would you just address that Xenia? Be like, I right. hope you are. Xenia, I hope you don't doubt yourself so much anymore. And I hope that you will realise that sometimes giving your 100% for every audition is enough. Nice. Yeah. That gave me a warm feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're more or less come to the end. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with 
our our audience, our our beloved audience. You know. Mm. Um, I think this is a great series. And Heard that great series, okay, great yeah, series. Yeah, and many people who have been on this show have very interesting stories, mm. and this deserve more views. Mm. Share it with your friends, mm. and if if you want to see other people, you can comment. The producer will be watching out for it. Mm. <laughs> and for those who are chasing your dream, don't give up. Remember, be smart about it, um, and trust that one day you'll make it. Don't give up because if you give up on yourself, nobody can help you already. Wise words, wise words indeed. So one other thing that Xenia does is actually her Pillow Talks episodes and stuff like that, right? Recently, there was one that you did mm. with Zula. Yeah, so if you want to check it out there, we're going to leave it in the description box below in the bio. <laughs> so uh, we've more or less come to the end of HGHD. Thank you for watching. <laughs> yeah, so uh, check this space. Uh, keep a lookout. We'll try to upload more often. We'll try to produce more often. And then, uh, who knows? If you have people to suggest on who wants to be on the next episode, right? you can just leave it in the comments below. And our producer will do his best to try to stalk them. Yes, it's a he. So if you suggest a girl that's a little bit creepy, but he'll do his job. <laughs> can I try one thing before we go? Yeah, sure. I always wanted to do. Do it. If I do that for people here, like... What a nerd! What a nerd! <laughs> She's a nerd! <laughs> okay, uh, fine. I'm ready to say bye. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, thank you guys. Thank you for watching. Bye! bye. We're going to do that TSL thing because I kind of forgot how to outro because the last time we shot was a long time ago. Okay. So remember to like, share and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And watch our other videos over there. I need bye. that. Bye. Bye. <laughs>